اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 17 of Soul Food titled Letting Go. Letting Go. In this episode, we're going to cover a review of the four hindrances that we talked about in the previous episodes. We'll talk about the importance of freeing the heart, which is how Imam al-Ghazali concludes this section. And then we'll talk about the result at the end of the obstacle of hindrances. So if you're listening to this, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and us tawfiq, His enabling grace, in really getting through these obstacles. It's not easy. But if you're listening to this and you're making progress, and inshallah you are, then there are certain things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you and a change in your state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam al-Ghazali talks about the result at the end of this obstacle of hindrances, which we'll look at inshallah. So just to review the four hindrances, the first that Imam al-Ghazali talked about was provisions and really worrying about my money, my wealth, my job, my house, where I'm going to live, how I'm going to acquire these things. He says the solution to that kind of thought is trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second hindrance is a hindrance in your heart related to decision-making. The what if of your future. What if this happens? How do, what if that happens? I need to plan. I need to prepare. And how you deal with all of those decisions. He says the solution to this hindrance is turning it over to Allah. Tafweed. The third hindrance is fate, is dealing with the fate and the decree that has come our way and the past and the regrets that might exist there. The solution to that is having contentment with Allah's decree. And then the fourth of the hindrances that we looked at in the last episode is tribulations, the difficulties that are part and parcel of the world. And the solution to dealing with those is patience. So you can see Imam al-Ghazali going into deeper and deeper levels of the heart and the attachments that occur and really kind of exposing this amazing understanding of the psyche and amazing understanding of the spiritual nature of the human being and also many aspects related to psychology and emotion as well. So let's talk now about freeing the heart. So Imam al-Ghazali, when he talked about these attachments, whether it's to the past or whether it's to your livelihood or whether it's to the future or whether it's to difficulties that you're facing in the moment, Imam al-Ghazali is saying in this obstacle that you need to free your heart from these attachments and these distractions of the past, the future, even the attachments in the moment or otherwise. And you need to focus your heart on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the way that you do that is with the aforementioned solutions. But then he says that's not enough. You know, when we talk about the world and attachment to material things and attachment to stuff, 
That's really obvious, or more obvious at least. It's really obvious that this is something you're attached to, you shouldn't be attached to. But then Imam al-Ghazali goes to deeper, unseen attachments. And that's what he's talking about in this obstacle. And then he continues to go deeper and deeper. And really, this is why Imam al-Ghazali was called Hujjatul Islam the proof of Islam and why he's such a respected and renowned scholar because he was very, very deep and very sophisticated. And the way that he tied all of that back to revelation and to the Quran and to the way of the Prophet wasallam, so that we can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he's telling us in this obstacle that if you're going to commit your heart fully to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then your heart has to be fortified. And it can't be controlled endlessly by these passing thoughts. So to remember that you are cared for by a wise creator who has decreed things for you and is taking care of you and who rewards you patiently for persevering through this world. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Allah is more merciful towards his believing servant than a compassionate mother is to her child. Allah is more merciful towards his believing servant than a compassionate mother is to her child. This is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. So, you know, you always have to have a good opinion of Allah. One of the takeaways from this is to have a good opinion of Allah. And when you face the things that you're going to face in the world, that you see it through the lens of faith and as a means of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that in order for your heart to be free, you have to let go of everything else. Let go of the past. Let go of worrying too much about the future. Let go of your attachment to what you think you should have and accept the decree of Allah and let go and turn your heart over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the result is, as Imam al-Ghazali says, you will be granted a heart that is full of trusting in Allah. You will be of those servants who are honored and who are able to turn their affairs over to him, are content with his decree, patient in the face of tribulations, and you will have peace of heart. This is something that we all wish we had. And we live in a world where so many people are lacking this. And sometimes these spiritual solutions, they go against the material solutions. People say, no, you got to do it this way. You've got to work really hard and you've got to do this and you have to control everything and you're the one in control. But when you actually let go and you have peace of heart, you have everything. And not only will you have that, you will be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the next life. And you will be honored in the next life and you will be granted the love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the worlds. And if you have this kind of character, if you're able to overcome these hindrances and your heart takes on these characteristics, you will be given the best of this life and the best of the next life. And you will remain upright in worship, as Imam al-Ghazali says. Now, if you're able to overcome these hindrances and you've come this far on the path, 
then you will remain upright in worship, insha'Allah, and nothing will occupy your heart that distracts you from worship. But we're still on the fourth obstacle. There are other things that we have to be careful of. And Imam al-Ghazali is going to show us what those are as we continue. But you will not be distracted in your worship and you will remain upright and you will have peace of heart. And that's what we all desire. But you have to let go and recognize that you're in good hands, that Allah is taking care of you. And when you do that, you will see the manifestations of that in your life in an amazing and beautiful way. So that brings us to the call to action. In your dua today, make a special dua and ask Allah for afiyah. Ask Allah for afiyah. What is afiyah? It is comprehensive well-being in this life and the next. And this is a dua that the Prophet ﷺ encouraged us to make. He said, if you're going to ask Allah, ask Him for afiyah. Ask Him for well-being, comprehensive well-being. Well-being of faith. Well-being and protection in your body. Protection in your life and your wealth and your family and your home. Protection in the next life from the punishment of the fire protection and well-being in every sense of the word, that is what afiyah means. So in your dua today, continuously ask Allah for afiyah. Oh Allah, grant me afiyah. Allahumma nas'aluka al-afiyah. Allahumma nas'aluka al-afiyah. Allahumma nas'aluka al-afiyah. Oh Allah, we ask you for afiyah. We ask you for comprehensive well-being and ask Him that when His decree reaches you, Whatever is decreed for you, whatever will come your way of provisions, of potentially difficulties, of the different things that will come to you in your life, ask Him that it is always accompanied with His gentleness. That it is always accompanied with His gentleness. So that's the call to action today, to ask Him for afia and to ask Him that whatever comes your way, that it is accompanied with gentleness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala free our hearts from these attachments that get between us and Him. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the coolness of certainty and the sweetness of serenity and the fullness of faith in our belief and certainty in Him and knowing that He is our caretaker and He is our supporter and He is our protector in everything and He is the most generous and most wise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a transformative Ramadan for all of us. May Allah treat us with His gentleness and mercy and may He grant us His love and the highest levels of paradise. Ameen. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين اشرب شرب أهل الصفاء الله Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.